This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on 70th Republic Day of India. The participants are Dr. Subhash Kashyap, constitutional expert, and Satya Prakash, journalist. The nation is celebrating 70th Republic Day today. There was a spectacular parade at the Rajpath and where India's military might and cultural diversity was at display. Dr. Subhas Kasyap, India has been in the last 70 years on the path of progress in various fields. When we became independent in 1947, we went on to become a republic 70 years ago. It was not like that. There were many people who thought India may not succeed as a democracy, it may not succeed as a republic, but they all have been proved to be wrong. How do you see the progress of India in the last uh, 70 years as a republic? Since the republic was established on 26th January 1950, we have made progress in various fields and quite a spectacular progress in several fields. The achievements to our credit are many, but we cannot lose sight of the failures also. Of course, the greatest uh, achievements of India have been that uh, democracy has remained safe, transfer of power has been peaceful, elections have been free and fair, the whole world recognizes that, and uh, freedom and uh, dignity of the individual guaranteed by the Constitution. Our Constitution is one of all the Constitutions that came after the Second World War, which survived unblemished. There have been amendments, but Constitution survived. And it has become the greatest national integrational force, which is a great achievement. I refer to failures. Failures in the field of poverty alleviation. Much has been done but much remains to be done. In the field of education, we have more uneducated people today than we had at the time of independence uh, in terms of absolute numbers, numbers. Or you can say the uneducated number is more. Poverty continues to be a problem. Food shortage has ceased to be a problem. We remember the days when we had to import PL480 grains and all that. Milk is available in abundance. That is because so of the white revolution. The white revolution and the green revolution. They are achievements. But then poverty remains. And as a nation, we still stand divided on communal caste lines. I'll specifically talk about the failures or challenges where yeah. we need to work on. Yeah. But coming back to the achievements in the last uh, 70 years of our existence as a republic, there are many areas in which we have achieved. You have mentioned education. In the early years of early decades, we established IITs and uh, various other institutions and the professionals that we produce across the globe, they are recognized as one of the best. They and are going across the globe. Across the globe. In the last few years, the exodus of talent from India has been very large. The exodus has been large, but those who are in India, they are also doing quite well. And one particular field in which India has achieved a lot, that is science and technology, and particularly space technology. Space. And the most important area in which the government is working, poverty elevation, for the first time in our history, 
in recent memory, we are going to be in a position to alleviate poverty to a great extent. How do you see that? I hate to be on the other side, but after 70 years, we need a reservation for the poor, a separate reservation on economic grounds. Now, if that is indication of poverty being alleviated, I don't know. I wish we were able to say that the poverty has been reduced in the sense that there are fewer poor people in absolute terms. If we have more poor than at the time of the beginning of the Republic, I think that is something which should cause worry and we should do something about it. Some of the areas uh, where the government has talked about and this is 70th year of Republic. It's also 150th birth anniversary of Mahatma Gandhi. And it's also the, it will be 100 years of Jallianwala Bagh massacre. How do you see these historical events? Well, it's because really 150 important. years ago, Mahatma Gandhi was born. And uh, then 1915, he came back to India and then he launched a non-violent movement. And this Jallianwala Bagh massacre. To take Mahatma Gandhi first, I think the father of the nation, as we call him, needs to be remembered. And I believe his ideas, his philosophy, his thinking are even more relevant today than they were 70 years ago. But while we celebrate in various ways, we do not attach much importance to the ideas and philosophy or views of Mahatma Gandhi. No serious research, just to mention one area with which I am personally concerned. What were Gandhiji's views on the constitution of India? What type of constitution he wanted? What type of political system he wanted? We do not talk about it. Very little is done. There is no attempt to get that researched and propagated and if possible adopted. His idea was of putting the village at the center and then having concentric circles around it and a bottom-up approach, power belonging to the people at the grassroots and from there going up gradually. Right now we have the top-down approach which is the colonial approach. After becoming a republic, we have continued the colonial system. We have the same police, same district magistrates, same governors, same paraphernalia. But in terms of devolution of power, post-Panchayati uh, Raj system, because that was given a constitutional status, amendment to the constitution, we have tried to devolve power to the what is known as third tier of... The tragedy is that we still, after 70 years, talk of transfer of power to the people as if power belonged to us and we are now transferring it. We talk of devolution of powers as if power belongs to us and now we are condescending to give a bit of it to the poor villagers. The power belongs to the people. It is for the people to give it to you as much as they like. That was Gandhi. Now nobody talks of that Gandhi. And we just uh, make a idea of him and sort of uh, celebrate the occasion. And there are many other areas, his ideas about education, his ideas about uh, village upliftment. I think we pay lip sympathy to Khadi, 
khadi and village industries, the small scale industries. We are only paying lip sympathy to Gandhi and not going to the roots, not the substance of it. One area where Mahatma Gandhi worked very hard and uh, the government has taken up that cause is Swachh Bharat. I am personally as a citizen of India, I am a great admirer of what has been done in that field. And there also much more needs to be done in Delhi itself, in the capital city. So much more needs to be done. As for toilets, if they can be kept clean for next 20 years, I think it will be a great achievement. And that was one area which uh, needed to be attended to and uh, that it was taken up at uh, no other level but at the level of the Prime Minister himself from the Red Fort. That was, uh, I think, praiseworthy. Jali Alabag, the kind of sacrifices we have made to achieve this independence. I think Jaliyawala Bagh needs to be remembered and talked about much more than it is being done. The sacrifices that were made instead of emulating those sacrifices and appreciating those sacrifices, the present day politicians I think are creating a tremendous wedge and gulf between themselves and the people at large. If they remember the sacrifices that were made by freedom fighters, the sacrifices that were made by those who lost their lives and who were that cruelly tragedy of Jaliyawala Bagh, then politics for us should be for sacrifice and service. But politics has very largely ceased to be for service and sacrifice. There are very few people who are entirely for service and sacrifice. Majority of of the politicians. And it is not in the long-term interest of the political class itself because a tremendous backlash may follow. And uh, if in a democracy the political class or the elected representatives lose the respect of the people, there can be nothing more tragic for democracy. Since we are talking about democracy, the Honorable President has talked about uh, diversity, democracy and development. We talk a great deal about diversity as a virtue. And there are people, and I hate to say the intellectual class particularly, they seem to celebrate diversity. As if diversity was a, a virtue, was a great thing. The principle is unity in diversity. The ideal is unity not diversity. Diversity must lead to unity and to the extent that diversity leads to unity, it is good. But if diversity leads to division, to dividing society, then diversity is not good. Those who celebrate diversity in the name of freedom of expression talk of diversity being a great virtue and that India India's diversity is to be worshipped. Unfortunately, do not agree with them. I think the ideal is unity. We want unity and we want diversity to lead to unity. So that should be remembered. Unity in diversity means that unity is the ideal and diversity must lead to unity. Two more points. One is the president uh, talked about uh, this election. Those who were born in this century, initial years, they will be in a position to vote for the first time. And second, the ideals of the Constitution, the objectives set out in the preamble of the Constitution, that is justice, 
social, political and economic. How far we have achieved them and do you see the direction in which the nation is going? We are likely to achieve in near future. Take the constitution first. There is a part in the constitution which is called fundamental duties. The very first fundamental duty of every citizen is to abide by the constitution and to respect its ideals and its institutions. How many Indians have ever read the constitution? How many Indians, and I include the educated classes, how many Indians are available that this is their fundamental duty enshrined in the constitution? I sometimes say that there is tremendous constitutional illiteracy in our country. And if we do not know what the constitution says, how are we going to fulfill our first fundamental duty as a citizen to abide by the constitution? In fact, there is so much as emphasis on rights. There is so much emphasis on rights and very few people know that there is a chapter, there is a separate part devoted to fundamental duties and that this is the first fundamental duty. As for the ideals enshrined in the preamble, if you look at the preamble, after talking of justice, liberty, equality, fraternity, etc., in the end it says, assuring the dignity of the individual, individual. and unity and integrity of the nation. So ultimate ideals are unity and integrity of the nation and dignity of the individual. So justice, liberty, fraternity should also lead to and are relevant only if they lead to dignity of the individual and unity and integrity of the nation. That is very often forgotten. We talk of freedom of expression and so much ugly things are done in the name of that freedom. But we forget that the ultimate value is the unity of the nation. And that has to be emphasized. Thank you, Dr. Kashyap. You were listening to a discussion on 70th Republic Day of India. The participants were Dr. Subhash Kashyap, constitutional expert, and Satya Prakash, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks at gmail.com.